I'm Richard. I'm Gareth. And this is the APPC Podcast. Ian Ham from my chicken. I've no idea what you're talking about. That was a... Was it a Scottish advert? It sounds really yeah, pretty, Scottish pretty to me. Much. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, uh, it was something about how some like Campbell's was famous for like chicken soup or something. Mm. But then they were like, "Oh, can can come from whatever?" And yeah. he eats this. He's like realizes he's eating pea and ham soup, and he's just impressed that they got pea and ham from a chicken. Uh, and that's what he goes, "Pea and ham from a chicken." Aye. And I'm sure did, it, did it wasn't him, but it seemed you not know, Frankie and Josie. Think scotch and rice or crap but i never liked that yeah. it somebody was kind of reminiscent of them but it wasn't them is i was gonna say is uh did uh he grow up to be that woman who did the harmaze tale yesterday that i tweeted twice oh yes yeah. so i because i still have not watched that yet but i keep seeing it going oh, i must have a look at that it's a very good show uh you know rory gilmore just won the uh, emmy right. for uh, best oh, guest Oh uh, no, it's it's chicken stock cube advert. It's forty five seconds long. Let's see how this goes. Oh no, I, it's fine. I, I trust no. you. I don't... You need to go to the other side of your mic. Huey doesn't know his wife uses Nor stock cubes. Boiling water over a Nor ham stock cube gives a delicious meaty tasting base for lentils and peas. Good advice. Be the chicken soup No, Huey. This will be the pea and ham. Mm. Damn How was your soup last night, Huey? Well, delicious. And the remarkable thing was it wasn't a chicken, it was pea and ham. Pea and ham. From a chicken. Now that is clever. No, stop. <laughs> uh, you have to be there. <laughs> the thing that gets me about that advert is how little anyone seems to be acting. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's very, very 80s. No. Pea and ham. From, from a chicken. chicken. <laughs> Claymore? Mm. <laughs> uh, genetically modifying. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> that was definitely on my copy of Star Wars I taped off TV. I seem to remember that. Oh. Mm. It's probably an advert for a story about Glenn on there as well. Because that tended to be a thing. <laughs> they don't put local adverts doing primetime movies, do they? You'd be surprised. Shocking. Uh, but it was remember that it was just it seemed to be some sort of like test card with people from the local TV thing just talking over the top of it. How do you come to Starbuck Glen and see a shitty Humpty Dumpty? This Humpty Dumpty's gonna shit on you. Somewhere near Mary Cooter or something. Bye. Cheers. Fuck you. No. Why don't take your kids for a disappointing day out at Storybook Glen? <laughs> there won't be tears of joy. <laughs> oh. uh, so what are we doing this week? Because I, I've got you way behind schedule. The National Sleep Well Beast. That's what I say to you every night. <laughs> the last text you sent yeah. to me before I got my bed. I suppose uh, in the morning you work nights. It's, it's yeah. ruined everything. It's the uh, seventh studio album released 8th of September 2017. Mm-hmm. So iTunes says the 7th, but everything else is the 8th. So Maybe they I, got I, to release one day early. just don't know what to believe. They released one day early? It's just a bit... not even possible to work it out? No. 
Mm. Why do we bother? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> runtime fifty-seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Reviews. Reviews. Yeah. All, mu- <laughs> <laughs> All music. The Guardian. Mojo. Uh-huh. Nime. Uh, Rolling Stone. Q. Four star. Nice. The AV Club. Mm-hmm. A. Mm. Chicago Tribune. Three out of four. Mm-hmm. Pitchfork. Eight out of ten. It's almost like four out of five as well. The Independent. Five stars. They really liked it. Mm. Uh, Metacritic. 85 out of 100. Mm-hmm. There you go. Charts. Charts. U.S. Billboard 200. Mm-hmm. Two. Very good. Australia and New Zealand. Two. Very good. Scotland, Ireland, UK, Canada. Uh, U.S. Top Rock. And yeah, what? what? I'm just looking at you. U.S. Top Alternative. I don't alternative. even know if I was looking. I think I was looking through you like I was uh, hypnotized. Yeah. U.S. Top Alternative. One. time for today. <laughs> if anyone could tell me what that song is, I'd really appreciate it. Thank uh-huh. you. I've always wondered and I could never place it. No? You're not going to help <laughs> no. me? You can't help me? No. no. I, even if I could, I probably wouldn't. But well, I can't. Why? Because you know I'd then play it on repeat one forever and it would piss you off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still listening right. to I'm Better Than Everybody. It's a great song. Yeah. From Joe Mandy's stand-up. <laughs> Uh, Germandy wrote the uh, uh, second part of the uh, double bill of The Good Place when it came back. I love that guy. He's so good. He's so talented. I wonder if he looks in the mirror in the morning and goes, he was so talented. Because he should. Uh, He's got it written on his mirror, so he has to read it. He's got it written on his forehead backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Not so everyone can see it. It's like a UV light. It turns a little blue light. Yes, he just pops there's up. a blue light under the, on top of the mirror. Turns it on, and he's like, "Yeah, I am." <laughs> Switches it off. He's got a one of those bloody tears tattooed under his eye in UV as well. So only he knows he killed a man once in prison. <laughs> That's the future. Killed a man with a UV knife. UV tattoos <laughs> on the face. <laughs> Telling everyone your crimes. Yeah, exactly. If they have a blue light. If they have a blue light. Oh. <laughs> right. So you Live like you hat. like you like these people. I do, generally speaking. Um I don't bother writing down any names. Who are they? Do you have any names for the people that are in oh, this? Oh there's uh, there's the Desna brothers. And there's that Matt dude. But no, I don't tend to know people in no. bands. This isn't the nineties, I don't have time to learn people's names. Fair enough. The guy, the lead singer, is also in another band whose name I always forget, but it's like a, it sounds like Handsome Fez. And I'm sure he's also... No, that's Spoon. I'm just going to back uh, away from that slowly. Right, because, see, it starts off with our first track, mm-hmm. Nobody Else Will Be There. Yep. Now, 
sounds off sort of sounding reassuringly familiar. Now, did this band sing something about looking a bit like Jesus? Is that them? Was there a lyric about No? I have no idea what you're doing. <sighs> Though, uh, if you remember back to... Well, you've listened to their songs. Truly, that rings a bell. I did it word for word. Well, no, you mumbled it like he does occasionally. But a lot of people mumble lyrics. <sighs> okay, well. So, well, it reminded me of whatever song that was. Well, um, the fade in, shockingly, reminded me of the last Frightened Rabbit album. When the reason you'll be shocked is that that reminded me of Fake Empire or bo- the first track of uh, Boxer by The National. Because the last Frightened Rabbit album was produced by one of the Destner brothers mm. from The National. So what am I saying to you? I don't know who produced this album. I have a feeling it's the same people. <laughs> I feel like the band may be producing their own stuff now. Because no. obviously, I think it's Bryce Desner does a lot of uh, film scores now. You can get a beautiful uh, Johnny Greenwood slash Bryce Desner split. Like no, but I was looking up. <laughs> apparently, I was wrong about that one. It was I was thinking of when you were young by the Killers. So that's not this band at all. No, because the Killers are shit. Well, they have a lot in common. For you, apparently, not yeah, to so, the fact yeah. they're number one around the world. Not right now, they're not. Not the Killers. These guys are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Their album killers. just came out, so they're still number one as we record this until this evening. Yeah, when the new chart comes out. Gary Newman will be the one. <laughs> <That's>, no. <laughs> Gary Newman will be number two forever. <laughs> That's what his mum used to say to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. The National. Right, you don't like these guys, so let's shoot through this, right? <laughs> well, it's not that. No, because it's. it's, it's like the first one opens up, and I'm saying it's reassuringly familiar. That seems like a good thing. But yeah, it it's turns not a bad out, thing. But it's it's it turns out now it. it's familiar for a completely different song by a different band. It's allowed to so, be a different band. Yeah, no, but yeah. you don't know this band, so why would you be familiar with them? No, but I'm that's saying, the, what mad people say. No. Well, the other me knows this band very well, but I don't. <laughs> Maybe he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. I don't know, they have a, a way of recording pianos that sound very familiar. I don't know, that sounds really weird, yeah. but it might be that the National just have very specific chord progressions they get, yeah. you know. Maybe they've got bigger hands than some so, bands. The piano is possibly my favourite bit. So, there you go. Maybe I should listen to more piano. I'm pretty sure when <laughs> I'm we did... Positive. The, I'm pretty sure when we did the epic, he said the worst thing about music was piano. You're such a conundrum. I, mean, I can never. I mean, it's just jazz piano. I don't like. That's the best part. Not I don't know. I, I, but I, I look I, how much I like saxophone on like in trouble and that, and yeah. then <laughs> Camille Washington picks one up, and I kind of melt, and, uh, but not in the good melt. Right? Melt in the I'm bubbling yeah, and dying. Not and, melt like the like, toasty shop. No, like a, a witch has been splashed with water. Exactly. Melt like a candle, but you need it. Whoa. Because if the light goes out, then the monsters will come. Screaming, what a world. 
You know, like that uh, episode of the X Files where if the lights go off, you get covered in little bugs and they eat you. Oh yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I've got that one. I got that one. Mm. I bought season one for three pounds off iTunes. <laughs> Good bargain. That. It is because uh, as soon as the second season's three pound, you don't need any more X Files. Yeah, season one and two. <laughs> so that's pretty much when I tuned out, and I consider myself quite a big X Files fan for those two seasons. Watched them repeatedly, and then mm-hmm. after that, yeah, I couldn't get it. yeah, but I didn't get bored of X Files. If you, I don't know if the same thing happened with you, but BBC Two in England. Mm. Yeah, I was still in England when it was there. Uh, started just to putting it on whenever the fuck they felt like it. Two yeah. in the morning, three in the morning, oh. and so you know. But yeah. I had all the videos, but the the boxes. Mm. Uh, Is your favourite song by the National the one they did for for Portal? <laughs> I never played Portal. I don't know what that is. I know what Portal is, but I don't know what the song was. It was uh, Exile Vilify, I believe. Oh, so my previously my favourite song by the National turned out to be by the Killers. So uh, that's an issue. It's a little bit of an issue. Oh, it actually worked for a change. They don't do upbeat. I mean, I mean, this is. I've never heard that before, but it's not bad mm. so far. Shed a tear. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll play this song at my funeral so that people know that it's from uh, a computer game. <laughs> yeah. No. Why not just let people play the computer game at your funeral? Well, well, be, like the, oh, the screen be, is rested that'd on. That'd be the cool. No. Oh, I'd do that with mine, except I'd be annoyed because I'd be dead and wouldn't be able to play the computer game. I would. Uh, I, I I want an, uh, like an AR experience where there's a three D picture of me, maybe bounced on a small still, roaring like a tiger. I was gonna play, not even music, just play the sounds from a Commodore sixty four game loading <laughs> at people. <laughs> I don't know if you know. Well, there's that wonderful app where you can play Spectrum Noise now. Really? Yeah. I might have to look that up. That's probably similar. So. Stop, everyone. My my talking in tongues. Uh, my talking in tongues has broken everything. Poop. Hello. We're back in the game. Yay. Yeah, I should have probably turned feedback protection off. Drove the demons out or something. Um, I, I liked that episode of The Simpsons where the little boy with the afro spoke in tongues. That was my favourite. Rod or Todd? It was one of them. Um, <laughs> try to think if I can name another Simpsons characters. No. Why those well, two? Not with afros. Silent. There's uh, Disco Stew. No, yeah. Using, uh, Sideshow so Bob. Bob. Yeah. Marge, he's sort of got an effort. To beehive. Yeah, but they 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 draw it really curvy, so that makes it more afro esque. Uh, true. No. Anyway. Fuck the Simpsons. Indeed. Fuck them in their stupid yellow asses. Uh I must admit, this first track. The lead singer has the roughest voice I've ever heard on it. Like they recorded it after a very heavy night. Oh. But let's move uh, straight past. We're not getting anywhere. No. The Day I Die. I saw this on Colbert. I think. So good. Like mm-hmm. live. So good. Mm-hmm. A very angry drummer at the front. 
lots of random you know you know who this band reminds me of and i don't know if this is a good thing because I'm, I'm not a huge fan of them but they remind me of elbow the british band with guy garvey in it no i recognize the name but could not, not you know they much. did grounds for divorce yeah. that song uh about being uh i don't know it's not very good i saw them live uh actually 15 years ago and they were very good then yeah. i was much more depressed back then you know but powder like, blue and stuff like that Mm-hmm. They started off like a shitty Radiohead, but still on the good side of shitty Radiohead. You know, like when Muse were a shitty Radiohead? Yeah. They were still pretty good. There was that time that Coldplay were considered a shitty Radiohead, but they stayed shitty. Yeah, and progressively got more shitty. And yet more popular. People are stupid. Yeah. Never understand that. <sighs> um. Yeah. I'm just going to keep moving through these notes and then you can do whatever well, you want. Here's the, by the time it gets to the third track, because I'll agree that the first two mm-hmm. are... Can, they're, they're clicking along. It's still sounding quite familiar to me. They're helping you get to your grave quicker. I guess and then, but then track three, just uh, walk it back. Mm-hmm. Any energy that had been built up by tracks one and two was just sapped out of me with this one. Because mm-hmm. it was just, it was just like a six-minute sleep inducer. It was just, oh, I don't know, annoying. It just reminds me a lot of Powder Blue by Elbow. That's sort of where, where where I start to mm-hmm. realise it. But it's weird. I didn't read that note, and I'd forgotten I'd written it. But it's exactly everything I just covered about mm-hmm. early people people saying like Radiohead back in the day. Mm-hmm. Now, track four is my favourite track on the album. The Easily. system only dreams in total darkness. Yes. First single released eleventh May. Well, they they should have done that because it's totally good. Um, I didn't know they released it as a single. That's a huge improvement over first three, especially third one. You know. Now there is one part though. That mm-hmm. <laughs> the reason I, I kind of like it, in that it's about the minute one minute and a half, one minute thirty seconds mark even. Mm-hmm. Um, it does sound like he's singing and doing a Ringo Starr impression. And for some reason, I was just like, yeah, I like that. Right. But it was just, I said, around about one third, it's just, it, he does sound like he is mm. Ringo Starr all of a sudden. Maybe he'll do that impression mm. next time he's on Comedy Bang Bang. He should. It was good. He's actually been on Comedy Bang Bang more <laughs> than other people have. Really? Yeah. Like three or four times he's done Comedy mm. Bang Bang now. Just himself not in characters. No. And occasionally they'll, what do they call it? Is it Rocktober, maybe? When they always have a band on every month. Yeah. Or every week, you know. And yeah, I'm sure they've done it for that. Who knows? There's a paywall now. We'll never be able to check. Oh, fuck that. No, I mean, they deserve to earn money. I I understand. Who needs more than six months of episodes of anything? No one. I mean, I'm totally cool with it. I'm just, you know. I don't have that. I listened to the if, first episode of Comedy Bang Bang in months recently, and it was mm-hmm. still pretty good. But yeah, but the thing I have with uh, paywall on podcasts is they go, yeah, it's only three ninety nine a month, and you go, yeah, but Netflix is four ninety nine. Yeah. Why the fuck would I pay three ninety nine for audio? <laughs> yeah. True. You know. Saying that, Stitcher do now have the entire BBC back catalogue, which is quite special. 
But you know, I'm made of time. No. And I'm still very torn about getting Spotify monthly. All right. What is that? Nine ninety nine, which between Apple Music and that would put it at nineteen ninety eight a month, which is a massive waste. That's an album, that is. I wonder why I don't buy many albums because you don't, you stream everything. Yeah. And also, do you know we're like the only two people in Britain who have Apple Music? Do you see that in the news? No. No one uses Apple Music in Britain. Really? Like fuck all. Oh. Everyone uses Spotify. Oh. Which is why Obviously. when I make playlists, you'll notice that I make them in both. Yeah, that's how nice I am. Not to you, because I guarantee, considering you're one of the few people I know associated with this podcast, you would never listen to anything I make. Because <laughs> <laughs> normally I'd assume you were just making it to torture me. So No, I rarely make it for you, to be quite frank. Good. All the APPC playlists, of which at the minute there are 40. Yeah, they're all for others. No. Because uh, I'm going to say two years ago, I made you that very simple two twenty-eight minute Elliot Smith side A, side B, best ofs. Because mm. you said you wanted to listen to them, um, and no one has listened to them because Apple Music deleted them. Oh. What a slap in my face! <laughs> no. How bastard that Arthur Apple is! Indeed. If only anyone cared. Um, <laughs> where are we, track five? Yeah. Born w- to Beg. Fucking dull. Um, no, but there's a weird thing with it in that I didn't realise I was in the chorus until I was back in the verse, mm. which I don't think I'd ever heard before, which I was really intrigued by. Mm. Yeah. Um... Track six is the shortest track. Turtleneck. Not short enough. And the only other note for that I've got is pissing fits? Question mark. Must have been a lyric or something. I don't know. I see it as uh, uh, Johnny Cash tra- uh, channeling the Stone Roses. And I will say this is joint favourite track now. Mm. It's very good. Now, let's skip ahead a little bit because you see you mentioned something about people being referred to as sort of bad radio heads. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually say that track eight, I'll Still Destroy You, mm-hmm. um, starts out sounding like a very, very bad radio head. Then it just continues on being very, very bad. Well, they, they seem at the end to really fall in love with samplers. There seems to be a sampler appeared mm-hmm. on the previous track and they carry on using it on this track. Um I'm just trying to read my insane notes. I'm just going to read my notes for bottom on this one, okay? Uh, I thought through the... F- <clears throat> I thought the... F- <coughs> Excuse me. I thought first time through I'd played Empire Line twice. Uh, they pull a drum machine out for a change of pace and I think, Oh yeah, I never heard that like a dad. <laughs> All in block capitals. <laughs> the drum machine does call to mind Radiohead obs. <laughs> they have now started trying to change and change and change. It really is a record of two halves. 
And I think that's a fair point. When it starts off, it's all quite slow and they're trying to go against type. And then when mm-hmm. they then the second half, they start to incorporate more things and layer things on top. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a very downbeat version of Stop Making Sense if it was only an aural experience. Mm. No. Um, yeah. So I've got... By the time you get to Guilty Party and they still can't get the let the drum machine go, it's like, oh, hello. I still find this to be just mind-numbly dull. So I'm just uh, phasing out with this one completely. I, I can tell. It's it's, it's just, actually insulting. <laughs> I hope they are insulting. And they track me down so that I can insult them to their faces. Why? They don't care. Have you seen how exactly. expensive their suits are? Exactly. But I care. Well, you know. You might as well just shout it off a cliff. Try to make me care and I'm... Oh. Karen at the... Corinne at the liquor store. Yeah. Not to be confused with Karen. That's a hilariously good joke because that's a song off Alligator. Anyway. (laughs) I'm just giving you... (laughs) So many times when you give me looks, am I giving you looks now? You're not very good at it though. No. I've got to work on it. You're mostly just looking at me. Which is in itself is a rarity. You're not into eye contact. Um, And yeah, it gets that last track and they really can't let that sampler go. I just found I do like it though. I know this is is still only like a 57 minute album. Yep. But I found the length of these tracks to be torturous. And it's just... And they're not even that... I mean, okay, they're like five minutes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus, God, some of the longest five minutes of my life with this song. I just... No. No, if the, I know, fine, if they do another album, you're going to make me listen to that as well. No, I'm, I'm not going to sit no, through this again. Good, because it's... Oh, I will never... I'll just slide it onto my favourite albums of the year if it is that. And then, uh, yeah, I'll I do that. never seek out... I stopped re- doing recommendations for a reason. You don't appreciate it. Um... <laughs> And I stopped, and I, generally, if I can get away with it, I don't like reviewing albums I actually like because you make me sad. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I take it you like this album? Uh, yeah, as soon as it's available on black vinyl and not white vinyl, I'll buy it. For the less static y sound. I just I don't like white no, vinyl. Fine. I don't know what it is. God, that got a bit weird loud. Because um, <laughs> you screamed uh, into the microphone. Your moan now, don't talk loud enough, so now I'm shouting. Yeah, but. Well, we, we, we set the volume control to the one thing <laughs> so you can't then change volume <sighs> you're not the boss of me <laughs> well you know with, within this well, I am yeah, well yeah <laughs> even as I was saying that I thought oh shit he is from the, from the producer of this uh, podcast I am because you could have done it and we could have been a team and you decided you could be fucked so now I am it's tough I think I've decided I think it you did. You did. You decided by not doing anything. We've had this conversation. I bought you a beautiful book on how to edit, and you never even read it. And now, at best, it's a paperweight. Guilty is charged. Oh. So what are we doing next time? Oh, fuck if I know. Um, it's your choice. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Gary Newman. Savage brackets, songs from a broken world, and brackets. Sounds like a great time. 
<laughs> well, we shall we shall see. Okay. Doing very well in the charts, I believe. Yeah. So well that Gary Newman was crying last night. Yeah, no. I, that's, yeah. I think that was unrelated. I think that's just a picture he had in his phone. <laughs> it's a crank he was doing at the time. Ugh. Right. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.